Hey, Bolt fam. Thank you for listening to another episode of Chargers Powder Hour. Chargers Powder Hour is a brand new Los Angeles Chargers podcast that combines the latest team news, storylines, guest interviews, and analysis of the games with friendly beer and banter. Be sure to tune in every Monday and Friday wherever you listen to your pods to catch the latest episodes. And make sure to follow us on social media on Twitter and Instagram at PowderHourPodLA for all the latest news and updates about the pod. Bolt up. We are live. What's up? Welcome back to another episode of Chargers Powder Hour. I am one half of your co-host. My name is Colin. Alongside me, we got Mr. Miles Raruka. Yes, sir. How you doing, man? I'm doing good. How about yourself? Doing good. Doing good. TGIF. Happy Friday. No kidding. No kidding. Yeah, you were... uh, you texted me earlier. You said you were golfing because we were trying to record earlier. How was your uh, How was your round? One over today. You know. Oh, okay. I'm, just played, um, I'm a bit. I love playing eighteen, but uh, the place we were playing at, they had something going on this afternoon. One of my better rounds of the summer, though. So. Uh, yeah. Did you golf? Remind me. Did you golf in high school? I did golf in high school. Yeah. Oh, okay. So you're like, I mean, you're you're actually pretty legit then. Like I mean, one over is okay. pretty legit. Yeah. Well, so I it was a scramble, but wait, my wait, friends, wait, what course? It was a uh, Lachlan Country Club in Hastings, Nebraska. It's about thirty. Oh yeah, I've never played it. I've, I've always heard about it. Well, I see. I got some buddies from Hastings, and they told me to come on out. We played. I played a scramble with one of them, but we only used like two of his shots. So maybe it was like a three over, but it was it was a pretty good day, you know. I was hitting some darts, so yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm at the stage. I, I did like junior golf, but uh, then like took a, a long hiatus from even like picking up a club and swinging it, and then tried to pick it up like senior year of high school, and you know I, I golfed a few times in college, kind of here and there, but I just need to uh, I need to get. Maybe maybe some lessons would help, but it's definitely just at this point like repetition, spending time out yeah. on the range, and um, you know, knowing knowing what your swing should look like. Because I, I have a good swing, but it's like at this point, it's like six out of ten. You know, there's like yeah. four four out of like ten strokes are just gonna be like, you know, I'm just like throwing my hands up, praying, <laughs> no idea where it's yeah. going. Yeah, well, because like playing in high school, then I. I played every day in the spring and I love playing too. So then, but I, I never, I wasn't even on varsity in high school. That's how good our high school team. We won state like oh, really? four or five years or something like that. Like we were insane. Yeah, you guys were. So for those of you that are just listening, me and Miles are from the same hometown, different high schools, but 
um yeah i remember yeah and you're a little bit younger you're a couple years younger but i I do remember a period of time where yeah uh your high school was killing it at golf girls golf too Not, not just guys but girls too right yeah they just we just got we just get lucky with i mean we just get golfers coming through our school so Hey, those private schools, <laughs> that's uh, a big sport. That's a big sport at private schools. It's fun. I love it. I, there's nothing better. I would not want to be anywhere else in the summer than out on a golf course with some with some brews and the boys, you know? So Yeah, it's definitely um, it's definitely a, a great sport that you can play forever. I think that's why, you know, people pick it up all the time is because, you know, you can pick it up at, at any age and it's like, you know, it's, it's a humbling sport. So keeps, keeps people coming back and, you know, trying to figure it out, but it, that's just, that's not the case at all. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So nice, man. Um, well, what are you, are you drinking anything? Yeah. Um, well, I was just drinking water, you know, I had a few beers earlier on the course, but, uh, since then I have, regrouped a little bit and i got myself and crack it real quick oh, it was pure Ooh, i got myself a nice little summer shandy Ooh, nice little summer shandy huh yeah i remember I th- one of our very first episodes i was drinking a summer shandy so it's a little nostalgic for me yeah. for this podcast but yeah I, th- I do remember that i think i had a variety pack yeah the variety pack from hy V. yep yeah, the variety pack. I mean, they have a couple different variety packs. Lining Kugel has a decent amount of of beers, um, but yeah, no that that variety pack is bomb. They have a Kolsch that's really good. Um, they have a berry beer that's really really good. I can't think of the name of it, but um, love me a good summer shandy. That's a perfect. Yeah. That's talk about a good yeah have a perfect beer out in the golf course. That's. I know. I wish I had it out on the golf. I wish I was out on a golf course right now, honestly. But that's all right. Perfect beer for for a golf outing for sure. Um, I actually am very excited about my my drink uh, on today's today's pod because um, it's actually something that I haven't had. So this is kind of a review because it's the first time I've really had them. I've tried them, Um, not the brand, but it's a new. I don't know. That's it's different from like the the main main pack. It's a new new flavors, I guess. It's really just all it is. But I have the White Claw Surfs. Oh lord! Have you tried these yet? Uh uh-uh. uh. I'm not a White Claw. Have fan. you tried these yet? No, I've not. Oh my god, dude! These are amazing. You're not a White Claw I don't guy. Like, I don't like White Claws. Why aren't you? Why aren't you a White Claw guy? I just don't. I'm not. A, I'm not a huge fan of seltzers in general. Okay, see, here's the thing. I wasn't either until, like, hard seltzers became a thing. It was like, I was in college. It, was, it was, had to be, like, my last year of college, maybe, when, when when hard seltzers, like, really, like, became mainstream. Yeah. And um, I was never into seltzers. I was not, I was not a La, LaCroix kid or, like, a, a Perrier guy at all. And... Um, didn't think I was going to like them, but for some reason, when you add alcohol to it, it just, you, you forget about, I don't know. The taste really isn't that bad. Like it's, it's an acquired taste. I would say it's kind of like beer. Yeah. I don't know. And I mean, there's some salts. I mean, like, uh, have you ever had high noons? 
Yeah, I love Nooners, man. I do like Nooners. I do like Nooners, but that's uh, that's vodka, isn't it? Yeah, this is like that. That's like a vodka. Um, yeah, it's like vodka with other like. It's not quite the same, but I do like Nooners. That would be the most comparable thing to a seltzer that I do enjoy. Yeah, uh, so like truly White Claw. Um, Bud Light came out the seltzer. Corona came out the seltzer. Every beer brand has a seltzer now. It feels like so. Right. That's that. Yeah. That's how popular they got. But no, man. The the surf was. I I, I want to say they're just different flavors. I don't think they're. They might be more alcohol, but I think they're just this. Yeah, they're five percent, which I think the regular which ones are five percent. I have citrus yuzu smash. Okay. Whatever the hell that is, I don't know. What's your your rating out of 10? Rating out of 10. um, Here, hold on. Let me me take a sip here. One drink. Everyone knows the rules. I actually like this one a lot. It's very, I think you would compare it kind of to like the mango one. It's citrusy, but it's got that mango hint when you you drink it. Um, The other one that I have here. My backup one for this one once this one's done uh, is the watermelon lime smash. That one sounds good. I think I might like that one. That sounds good. And I'm not a huge watermelon, like artificial watermelon guy. I love like actual watermelon, but like watermelon, like gum or drinks or like that's always kind of or like suckers even Jolly Ranchers. Like that flavor is always kind of iffy for me. Um, but that the watermelon one is really really good. I'm a big. I think it's, it's the lime. Fan. I think that saves it for me. Yeah, I'm a big watermelon fan, so I might, I might like that one. So, yeah, that one. Uh, I'm gonna give this one out of ten. This one's pretty good. I'm gonna give it like I, I could drink this like on a boat until I can't see in front of me. Like I, I could drink a lot of these. I, I could do damage on these. Um, you know, like on a sunny day. Out of the golf course, out on a boat, um, just di- yard, you know, day drinking in the yard. Yeah. Just a great day drinking drink. So what'd you give it? Seven. I didn't hear your score. Seven. Okay. Seven, seven point, seven point six. Okay. I like it. That's a good score. Market. Seven point six. On the, on the, on the white claw, whatever those were, the white claw something the or other surfs, the white claw surfs. Yeah, there we go. They're pretty good. Go out and go out and get a pack. Uh, wherever you go out and get your your drinks at. But moving forward, uh, we have an icebreaker for you today. Let's for get into some for our listeners, we talked about drinks enough. Let's get into some football. Yeah, let's get into some, some football. Um. By the way, if for our listeners out there, um, if you guys are wherever you're listening to this, whether it's Spotify, Apple, uh, Stitcher, uh, Anchor, wherever it is that you guys are listening to this, uh, feel free to to tag us in tweets, um, you know, Instagram uh, stories, whatever. You can reply to our stories. We uh, we'll start putting the, our icebreakers on our stories. That way, you guys can reply to them directly. But uh, we want to hear back from you guys. We want to get your guys' input on these icebreakers as well, because uh, you know, I, I, they're, they're, we put some thought into these. So, 
you know, I want to hear other people's opinions just besides miles here. So if you guys, um, listen to the show and, and, uh, you know, want to share your thoughts on, on an icebreaker that we have, feel free to tag us in tweets or reply to our, uh, Instagram stories. But today's icebreaker, um, due to the new Obi-Wan Kenobi, uh, series being out um it's a, i think it's just a, a limited series right yeah i believe so but um a lot of hype i've watched the first four episodes very good um i know there's been a lot of like there's a lot of really good reviews but it's also like gotten a lot of um you know harsh critique for other reasons but uh yeah really good overall so had me thinking had us thinking um you know we were in the star wars realm i guess and uh you know we wanted to do a kind of a crossover between chargers and star wars so uh we wanted to name some players and 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 uh i wanted to see what what you thought you know would these guys be jedi or Siths? so the first player we have here um we have joey bosa do you think he'd be a jedi jedi or a sith and why Joey's a tough one to start out on. Um, ooh, I kind of want to. I I mean, in my head, I think defensive players. I think bad guys. But honestly, Joey, he's just such like a nerd that I think that uh, he's just too. I think he's too nerdy to be a to be a Sith. I'm gonna go. He's a Jedi. I think Joey's a Jedi. He's definitely a good guy overall too. So I'm gonna go Jedi. Okay, I like that. I am going to say Jedi as well. And because like, I, I really wanted to say Sith and I think you could probably make an argument for Sith, but you know, I think he's just, he's, he's just too, too much of a teddy bear. Um, yeah. When it comes to heart. So I think because of that, um, I got to go Jedi. So, all right. Uh, Joey Bosa. We agree. He is a Jedi. Yep. Next uh Khalil Mack so on the other on the other end of the defensive line swinging it out to that side do you think Khalil Mack is a as a Jedi or do you think he's a Sith yeah, this one's easy he's a Sith he's just a bad <laughs> dude he is a bad dude okay. that's the only explanation I need to give you I like that I like that I think I'm gonna agree with you again and uh yeah he just has that mean factor that I'm not saying Joey Bosa doesn't have it uh, I just think, you know, both guys, you wouldn't want to piss off, but I think the difference would be like, you would probably be able to like piss off Khalil Mack on accident Yeah, easier than, you know, like it, it would probably take a lot to make someone like Joey mad, you know, if he's not on the football field and not like amped up, juiced up, whatever. Uh, I feel like Khalil's one of those guys, you just don't want to like bump into the wrong way because like he's just a scary dude yeah 100 percent. that's kind of where that's kind of my reasoning too so yeah uh, i love it man uh okay bosa jedi khalil sith interesting next one we have here we have asante samuel jr jedi or sith that's a tough one just because i mean he's only he's only in his second year we don't know a ton about him yet but for the sake of some other guys on the list, I think I'm gonna go Sith on 
ASJ. I think that he's, I mean, he's definitely a little bit smaller than Khalil Mack, but like, kind of like I said, on those defensive players, I want to lean, I feel like I'm leaning towards bad guys more just because I think that they get that rap. And I just think that, I mean, he's a ball hawk, obviously. I don't know if, I don't think that really means much in Star Wars, but uh, yeah, I just think uh, ASJ, I don't really know my reasoning why. He just, I think he's a Sith. Okay, I like that. Um, I'm gonna disagree with you. I think I, I'm gonna say he's a Jedi. Okay. Um, but I will say, you know, I'll put him at like Jedi apprentice. I don't think he's a master yet. I think he he like who knows he could be like Anakin and 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 change over to the dark side. Um, yeah. No one really knows. There's like a lot of a lot of unknown on Asante Samuel Jr. as far as, um. You know, we don't really know how his, his career is going to unfold. And um, and I feel like I just don't know, like, a lot about him uh, or his personality. I, I, I don't yeah. – haven't seen a whole lot on him. Was he just mic'd up recently? Yeah, he was mic'd up at practice at OTA. So that was pretty cool. Yeah, week. that was really, yeah. I think, one of the first, like, you know, things I've seen on him. Um, I don't know when it comes to stuff like that. You know, they, it seems like they, they, they love to post a lot about, like, Derwin and, and Justin and, and why wouldn't you? Because, you know, those are guys, that, you know, those are franchise faces. And, you know, those guys are, you know, naturally the ones you're going to want to promote. But, yeah, it was good to see, it was good to see um, you know, a little bit more on Asante and, and kind of see more into his his world. So that that was cool. Um, I'm going to put him a Jedi, though. But I think he's got that wild card, that wild card, uh uh, ability yeah i uh, one thing i want to add though all these players are just so likable that i almost feel bad putting them on the dark side but just for the sake of argument i'm trying to be a little creative what? here and just kind of sith isn't necessarily a bad thing because well no no sis not nece- no sis not a bad thing but they if are you were the to ask some guys them. they probably would want to be sith over like if you were to ask these guys individually like hey would you do you see yourself as a Jedi or a Sith? Like they might even surprise you with their answer. Probably, but. All right. Next one up, Justin Herbert. This is probably the easiest answer. I mean, we've seen the, uh, on Twitter, all over Instagram, we've seen the lookalikes with Anakin Skywalker, young Annie uh, coming up through, you know, the, the uh, Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones until he turns to the dark side of Revenge of the Sith. Justin Herbert is a Jedi, and he's not only just a Jedi, he is one of the most powerful Jedis in the whole galaxy. He has the Force. He has everything. Let's hope that he doesn't really play into the Anakin role and go to the dark side. I don't know what that would entail. Maybe he, he gets traded to the Raiders. Dear God, that will never happen in a million years, but... I'm going Anakin Skywalker, but Anakin Skywalker as a Jedi, not as a Sith Lord, Darth Vader. So Jedi for interesting. sure. Interesting that you said this was going to be the easiest answer because I think, I think this one's the most complex. I guess it just depends what. Well, I mean, the comparison with him and Anakin is there. It just depends what side of Anakin you're going to go with, in my opinion. Exactly. So, exactly. I'm actually going to take the Sith side on this one, so I disagree with you again. Um, okay. And my reasoning as I was thinking about it was 
the Chargers need Justin Herbert to play like a Sith Lord this season. Like they like they obviously need a lot out of a lot of other guys. You know, it's not it's not just a one man team. But what's really gonna what's really gonna elevate them from like pretender to legit contender is, you know, what type of year is does Justin Herbert have? And there's, you know, the beautiful thing about it is there's no excuses because he's got, you know, now he's got a line, he's got the same weapons, the same scheme. Um, so they just need him to ball out. And I think that's what he's going to do. I, I, we, yeah. We've already gone over some uh, light predictions for him this year. But, yeah, man, they just need him to play like, just be like we talked about with Khalil Mack, just be a bad dude and uh, play a little pissed off. And I think he's still got a lot of, uh, you know, haters out there to prove wrong. And yeah, I, I, I want to say, I'm going to say Sith for the fact that, you know, Hey, Anakin, when he turned into Lord Vader, I mean, Lord Vader is still considered the strongest like guy in the galaxy. True. Like, he may not, he may not be like the higher, you know, the, like cause there's the emperor. So it's like a hierarchy. He's not at the top necessarily, but so who would be the emperor as as, like, in the NFL? Tom Brady, what? who would be the emperor in the, t- in the NFL? Tom Brady. Uh, I'm not sure. That's another good question. But I mean, Darth Vader is—he's uh, the man, and like you know, he he puts fear in everyone, and I think that's that's Justin Herbert. You know, he wants to put fear and defenses everywhere. You know, in the fourth quarter, two minutes left, last drive. Um, so that's why I'm going Sith. Gotcha. I like it. Uh, next one, Derwin James. Jeremy James, James, definitely. I'm gonna go with a Sith. I think Sith I'm gonna Lord, go. Okay. I think I'm gonna go Sith. Well, no, I don't know. That's a tough one. Yeah, I'm gonna go Sith. I mean, Darwin's a bad dude. Just kind of like I said with Khalil Mack. I really got no other explanation other than that. But like. He definitely, and now we've got these new pieces on defense, you know, and Derwin's kind of the one that's going to be kind of leading that defense, you know. Now he's got he's got the Death Star. He's got he's got that depth. He's got J.C. Jackson. He's got good corners, so he's got that Death Star. He's got uh, clone troopers up front. We got you know Khalil Mack, Joey Bosa. We got we built on he's that D line. Um, so for those reasons, I'm going to go Sith. I think. Nice. I'm going to actually go opposite again. I'm going to say, I think me and we were just opposite on the whole Derwin and uh, Justin uh, philosophies. Cause I, I really just flip flopped and could say the same thing you said about Justin with and apply it to, to Derwin. So that that's the reason I'm going to put him on the Jedi side. Uh, okay. Last two, let's wrap this up real quick. Uh, Keenan Allen. I'm going to go Jedi. Yeah. I I agree. What's your reasoning behind that? Jedi simply because man, he he's just he's just too too nice of a guy. I, I don't think I could see him being a Sith. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you know Keenan, you know his personality. Um, you know, he's he he's just he's good. He's a good guy. He's on the he's on the good guy team. He's an alien, man. So 
Um, yeah, I agree. I'm going to go Jedi. He just gives me like Mace Windu vibes, you know, the ball, maybe it's just the ball head, go. but, uh, yep. yeah, he, yep. he's just kind of a Mace Windu, Windu kind of dude. So I'm going to go Keenan Jedi also. Love it. All right. Last one. Rashawn Slater, Jedi or Seth. This is a tough one again, but I'm going to go Jedi, I believe. Ooh, um, okay. Simply because... I'm not gonna have I'm not gonna have Justin Herbert and Rashawn be on different sides. You know, they're they're there, he's there to protect Justin and whatever he does. Um so they go, gotta go. they I gotta do. both be Jedi's. So Okay, I like that. I'm gonna say he's a Sith, um, because I think he does have a lot of fire in him and uh some videos I've seen in at Northwestern. Um, he just, it, it seems like when you, he's kind of like a Joey Bosa, but I think he channels that angry side more. And I think that's, that's pretty rare as an offense lineman. I think you see it a lot. Defense lineman um, trying to attack and get to the, the quarterback, but for him to have that, he's got that dog in him mentality. Yeah. Uh, that's why I'm going to go Sith. So, Love it, man. Um, we'll call that one. We'll call that segment Jedi or Sith. I like it. Featuring so. those players. That was that was fun. Um, so yeah, now that we did that, you have to have to go watch the new Obi Wan season. Or uh, no, I need to. I need to. I'm not I good. Say. I'm just not very. I'm not very good at watching TV shows. Like I wish it was. Just like yeah, but the way movie. they make them now, the way they make them, and the way they like set them up, they actually they seem like movies, like short movies. Uh, then I gotta check them out because I am not good at like it. Took me. I just finished Breaking Bad like two weeks ago. It took me like two years to watch it. Yeah, so like even Breaking Bad, like a lot of that like TV movie vibe, I think comes down to like what they filmed the the show with, like what kind of camera. But yeah. the way that the new Star Wars are done, like they they are basically they look the same as like the prequel movies. So they're really well done. I, check one and out. I love, like I love breaking bad, but it just, it, it shows like that. I, you really got to be attentive to, you know, you really got to pay attention. So then it's like, okay. Yeah. You got to catch every detail for sure. Exactly. This and one, I'm, I mean, if you've seen the prequels, I mean, I, I didn't, I haven't watched the prequels in forever, but uh, it just takes, it takes off right after the prequels ended. So that's why I think there's a lot of hype behind them too, is because it's a big gap in the story. And so, gotcha. yeah, they're, they're kind I'll of, that, but so. yeah, for sure, man. All right, let's get into some charger news. Now we're, now we're, we're good 25 minutes in. Um, but I think the biggest news today dropped. It did come out today. Um, Dean Spanos. Uh, and it's not, it's not, we talked about this a little bit before we got on the air. It's not new news. This has kind of been, hanging around for for a while but um dean spano's sister can't remember her name um because her her uh married name is like barbarian yeah or something like that yeah but she is suing dean spano's um for misogynistic actions and she's basically claiming that you know the will that her parents left for the kids, I think there there's about four siblings, I want to say, four or five. Um, you know, the, the boys, Michael, John, and Dean, 
I basically had all the say with how the family business being the chargers, how it's going to be run, how it's things are going to operate. Um, and she hasn't had any say. And, you know, she's also, I want to say she's even using the relocation um, as, I don't, I don't know, uh, to, to kind of like prove her point. Cause I think in the relocation deal, there was like, he was keeping stuff from like her and maybe another sibling that weren't directly involved with like the team's operations. Um, so just kind of weird, shady family stuff. Um, you know, families do have fallen outs. It's not, we do see it. These things happen, unfortunately. Um, so I don't know what it means for Dean Spanos. Um, you know, the instant reaction on Twitter is hilarious because it's always like, sell the team, sell the team. Um, I don't, I don't know where it's headed. Where do you think? I mean, obviously, like I said, this isn't new news necessarily. Where do you, where do you think in the end, this is, this is headed for the Spanish? I have, I have absolutely no idea. Cause again, this isn't like new, this isn't really new news. I mean, this was, I don't can't recall when this was first brought up, but it was a while ago. And I mean, I like a year, of, maybe yeah. a year or two. Yeah. But again, like it feels like it just kind of popped up for like a week and then just kind of nobody really, everyone kind of forgot yeah. about it. Well, I think the last time it came up, it might have been in season. So, you know, there's already so many others. Like, it's not going to be a storyline for long when it's in season and there's new shit happening every day. Yeah. New storylines every day. Um, But when it breaks in the dead of the summer, kind of, in the off season, um, you know, it's going to get more attention and and more people are going to click on the article and read it and be like, wait, what's this about? Um. So yeah, and that's that's exactly what I did. You know, I I still didn't know a whole lot, but you know, just reading the articles that you know ESPN and other outlets are putting out there, and um, yeah, just what a mess, what a family mess. Yeah, um, no kidding. I just I don't know a ton. Again, like we don't know a ton of details about like we only know what's been released to the media, so. We just don't know a ton about it. So I honestly, I have no idea what's going to happen. Um, it'll be definitely something to keep an eye on. And yeah, yeah. again, I don't know a ton. Like so. I don't, from what I've read so far in articles, I don't see it. I mean, the sister that's filing this already like hasn't had any like really say in the family business or the team anyway. So I think, you know, I think she's really just looking to maybe get like compensated for, you know, maybe what she feels that, you know, money she's maybe been left out on by not being involved with the family business as much as the other siblings have. I don't know. Um, that's just kind of what it seems like to me. So I don't think, you know, I, I, I think it'd be drastic to say like he'll have to be forced to sell the team. Um, yeah. But maybe they go to court and settle and maybe they don't go to court and settle before they get there. Um, and she, you know, gets compensated and a way that is appropriate that I yeah. do not, that of which I do not know. So I don't know. She must be. Fed the be... Fuck up though. Cause I mean, if you oh, go yeah, I mean, the length to actually sue your own brother, like 
Yeah, there like is, I said, you don't just sue, coming back. So you don't just sue anyone, but you also don't like, especially don't just sue a, a immediate family member, a sibling. And when they're running a NFL franchise together, like, well, that's the int- I think that's part of the dynamic, right? Is like the, that she's the not Spanish really family. Running. Yeah, and the Spanos family. I don't know if we've talked about this. I think we might have. Me and you have maybe talked about it. Just you know, off air, just talking chargers but what's interesting about the spanos family is that i think and i I, you could fact check me i think that they're the only nfl owners that the in a like the the team is their main business yeah i think i believe so a lot of i think every other nfl owner I mean, they they made their money elsewhere. You know, they they made their money in other industries, and through that wealth, they were able to eventually either buy or acquire an NFL team, right? Yeah. Like, it, it's not like the NFL owners. It's like it's like a, a band of like very. Ex- it's a very exclusive club, right? Yeah. We've seen we've we've even seen even with the Broncos. They just got bought out by the Walmart um, family, the Walton family. Um, you know, Kanye West, Magic Johnson, other other guys are trying to buy. You know, LeBron James has been vocal about trying to buy teams. It's not. It doesn't require just money. It requires money and like power. Politics go into it, right? Because um, these other owners don't just want to let in some wild card owner, right? There's a gentleman's club kind of like. Not a gentleman's club, but um, there's a there's etiquette to this thing almost. Um, so yeah, I mean, all these other owners have, you know, made their money in other industries. Where the Spanos, you know, the Chargers are their their money maker, and that's it. You know, they don't have a you know multi you know hundred million dollar business. You know, whether it be through the hotel industry or automobile or, you know, uh, um, or big business, whatever it is. And, and, uh, that really puts them in a, in a unique and kind of a really like interesting spot because, you know, they're sick. Like the, the team's success is the family's success and that's their success. Um, and, uh, yeah, I just, I've, I've always thought that's really interesting and kind of yeah. shitty. No kidding. So it'll be something to keep an eye on. Yeah, that uh, definitely will. I like again. I think the worst. I I have no idea, but from what I've read and what I know, which is not a lot, I think you know it, it's probably headed in the in the direction of settlement or maybe she gets more percentage of ownership. I don't know. But I, I doubt, highly doubt that he'll Dean will be forced to sell the team, and and, and it'll go that go, go to that length. But then again, who knows? Crazier things have happened. No kidding. So, all right. Well, next thing on the list here, big news today as well. Isaiah Spiller signing his rookie deal. So, golf clap for Isaiah Spiller. Um, which leaves, I believe, JT Woods as the last remaining unsigned rookie 
on the team. So uh, it is now June 10th. What is your level of concern with uh, JT Wood not having signed his uh, r- rookie deal yet? He's been practicing. Uh, yeah, zero. I'm not concerned whatsoever. I mean, it just there's probably they probably just got to cross some T's, dot some I's, and it'll get done. I'm really not too concerned about it at all. So, yeah, I think I think a large part of it probably at this point is probably. I mean, I would assume they're fighting over guaranteed money. At this point, um, you know, he was a third round draft pick. So, you know, I guess when you're th- when you're still a third round, you still have some leverage, I guess, when it comes to contract talks. And, um, you know, I hope I hope he gets what he's looking for. I hope the Chargers and him are, are able to, you know, settle on something. Uh, I'm sure they will. Um, I think. You know, a large part, especially over the last few years, um, the focus on guaranteed money, you know, on, on rookie deals has really become uh, kind of a topic of discussion. And we saw it with Joey Bosa, you know, his rookie year. I think he held out, was it all preseason? Yeah. Yeah, he did. He didn't come back. Yeah, because he missed a few of the first games, I believe. I think. Yeah, but was that for. Was that, I, don't, I don't think he missed any of your time. Was it just like uh injury maybe? He got banged uh, up. He did have that foot issue, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, he was, he was, he did, they were negotiating for a while. But again, that's, that's a uh, difference between a first round pick versus JT, who's a third round pick. That's so true. He was also the number, third, number three overall pick. Yeah. Oh. So I don't know that. Yeah. That is a very valid point because, you know, JT Woods is, Special as I think he can be in this league, like he's very unproven. I mean, lots of potential, but I mean, fuck, you could say that about any draft pick. <laughs> like, oh, he's yeah. got potential. You know, like they all do because we've never seen any of them play yet. Like that's that's why. Um, so yeah, I, I I honestly don't know. I just my only guess would be probably over guaranteed money, but maybe it's you know there's other things in there that he's trying to work in. But he is practicing. That's good, you know. At least, you know, he's there, getting you know acquainted to his new teammates, the, the scheme, and uh, you know, hopefully, won't miss much of a beat when he he does eventually sign. So, um, what'd you say your overall uh, level of concern was? Zero. Zero. Not concerned okay. at all. Yeah, I'm gonna bump it up to a two. Okay, fair enough. Simply for the fact that what we just said and that he's not a first round pick or not even like a, you know, top 15 or second round pick. So that to me is a little funny, but I mean, when think about it, when the first round pick of the class is already signed and the third round still hasn't. Yeah. It's just a little weird. Yeah. So I'm going to put it at two. It's just a little funny. Like I don't like overall really not concerned about it. That's why it's a two, but I can't put it at a zero, per se. Fair enough. Sweet. All right, man. Last thing you want to talk about here before we get out of here. Um, and honestly, probably probably most of the news um, out, of, out of this week came from him. Uh, Ronaldo Hill, defensive coordinator. Defensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. 
probably defensive assistant is a better title for him. Yeah, for sure. Um, defensive to the assistant. Yeah, there you go. Assistant to the DC. Assistant to the defensive coordinator. Yeah, as no. I don't yeah, because he's the different defensive coordinator. I don't know. Well, he's the defensive coordinator, but is he really the defensive coordinator? I mean Yeah, no, I I mean good for him. He's probably I mean, to learn under a guy like Brandon Staley, you know, he's probably gonna get a shot at a at a coach a head coaching opportunity at some point down the line. But yeah, I mean, it's definitely Brandon Staley as defensive coordinator. He's calling the plays. You know, he's he's uh the puppeteer, he's the master behind everything. So um, but Ronaldo Hill did speak for the first time this off season and, uh, you know, had, had some stuff to say, some interesting things to say and people wrote about it. People talked about it on Twitter and, uh, you know, I wanted to talk about it on the pod as well. So, um, you know, the first off with Ronaldo Hill, you know, I think that what first thing I wanted to touch on was he talked about depth and, and, one, how nice it is to have the depth that we have this season, specifically in the secondary. You know, he talked about the defensive backs because, um, he, you know, he mentioned that that was kind of an issue last year and the Chargers got exposed to the lack of depth and guys went down and, and these guys had to step up. So, you know, he immediately acknowledged, you know, the fact that, you know, bringing in guys like J.C. Jackson – uh, Bryce Callahan drafting guys like Dean Leonard, um, Jasir Taylor. You know, these are the guys that are going to help make this room better because one, they're going to bring depth, but they're also going to provide competition for the guys that are already here and the guys that are already probably supposed to make the roster. And that's another thing he talked about was last year, and he, he didn't name names, but he said last year that we just didn't have the the competition i mean the guys that were starters did not have to look over their shoulder and worry about the next guy taking their job yeah and that's a real thing if you've ever ever been in that position where you know if you're not producing hey we'll just replace you i don't know if you've ever had a job like that or sports whatever it's whatever it is like it's it gets you going pretty fucking quick. Yeah. Like it, it, you know, that fear of losing your job to someone or, you know, getting cut or not making a team or whatever, um, definitely elevates your productivity. It elevates, um, you know, your, your overall, just the output. So, um, I think that's a very, and we kind of talked about it. It's kind of been a theme, um, you know, our last episode titled iron sharpens iron, that's a perfect example of that. This could be yeah. this could be Iron Sharpens Iron episode part two, um, because that that was a big theme of what Ronaldo Hill talked about was uh, competition and how we didn't have really any last year, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Um, so I, I thought that was interesting. What do you what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, definitely. Um, when you got guys behind you that are fighting for your spot, you know, especially some of these young guys we drafted. How many DBs did we draft? In the draft, they drafted three dudes, JT Woods, Dean Leonard, and Jasir oh, yeah, Taylor. Yeah. I don't think I'm forgetting anybody. And then we bring in Bryce Callahan, JC Jackson, and some other depth pieces. Um, it's definitely a wake-up call to some of those guys who are like, well, you know, going into this year, my spot's pretty safe. 
is it really though? Because they're bringing in reinforcements. They they saw the issues out there on the field, and I think it's going to push those guys who maybe thought that they were safe on this roster or their starting role was safe. It's going to push them to really go above and beyond and to show like, okay, yeah, well, yeah, the, 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 the of the world, Devon Campbell's, those guys, you know, um, they're on the roster bubble now, you know, especially a guy like Alohi, well. Probably more more so to Von Campbell, um, just because I think although he's probably the third safety, well fourth yeah. safety, but um, you know I don't imagine Derwin lining up a lot um, back there. So really the third safety back there, um, but like yeah, you know he he's it, you know if you're him, you know you don't want to b- go down another notch in the depth chart because now you're one one spot closer to being back on the practice squad. Yeah. So exactly. So I love the competition aspect. Um, I love that that was what came out of Ronaldo Hill's mouth because that's a very underrated storyline. I think that is starting to get more attention in the last week or so, last couple weeks, especially on Twitter and just amongst and a lot of fans and people that follow the team. Um, but it's definitely true. Like we didn't have shit last year for for competition. Like going into camp. Like you, like you already knew who the starters were going to be, and even like probably the the backups, like they were they were already kind of set in stone. Yeah. So. So it's definitely refreshing. It just makes me feel so much better. Oh, what was that? Sorry, I just said it's definitely refreshing to kind of have that that competition more of that competition aspect. So. Super, yeah, because it's football, right? You know, some guys are going to go down and when those guys that replace them come in the game and you still feel really good about them, maybe not for a four to six or a 10 week period, but at least for like to step in for, you know, two or three quarters or a game or two, or, you know, um, and, and fill the role. Like that's, that, that gets me really excited. That's, that's something that we haven't had in in the longest time. So, um, Yeah. Last thing, uh, let's see here. Uh, actually, no, I don't really have. Do you have anything else that you want to add? That, that's pretty much it. No, that's pretty much all I had going on. Again, it's off season, so not a ton is going on right now. Especially right now, it's just kind of seems like the the height that we were experiencing a few months ago with free agency and all that has definitely died down. So, yeah. Um. So we're going into the fourth this is this was the fourth week of otas i believe jesus we're wrapping up yeah because week three was last week this is week four um and then on the 14th is when the the mandatory it's just like a two-day i don't know it's like a two-day mandatory thing and then i think they break after that yeah that sounds about right so, which I think is kind of stupid, like show up for two days and then, and then like come back in a month for camp. Yeah. Well, but well. I mean, most of the guys, the good, the good news is, and uh, I did want to mention this too, actually, uh, the Chargers attendance, we've talked about it a few times in the pod, fucking amazing, like through the roof, 99% of the guys have been there, which is awesome. The only guy that hasn't been at all is Austin Eckler. And that is a great sign <laughs> when Austin yeah. Eckler is the only guy that is not there um, because he's 
lifting 2000 pounds of weights already in like a gym across town, like not worried about it at all. Mm-hmm. Um, that's an awesome sign. It shows you that the vets want to be there. They want to gel. They want to put together a winning product and, uh, just a really exciting time. This is, I mean, barring any like knock on wood, any critical like back breaking in- injuries this this summer to any like big time players. I mean, it's really just the most exciting part of the off season. Of just seeing all the pieces come together and and gel, and you're like, holy shit, it's working. Yeah, it's 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 starting to work, and it's uh. I can see the plan kind of starting to, to come to together. So, um, yeah, man, good vibes, good times. Happy Friday. Well, that's going to do it for us today. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of chargers powder hour. This has been episode number 16. Can you believe we've done 16 of these already? I know. Crazy, crazy, man. Time is flying by. Um, but yeah, we appreciate you guys and you guys' support. Uh, make sure to follow us on social media, on Twitter and Instagram, at Powder Hour Pod LA for all the latest news and updates about the pod. And as always, bolt up. Peace. <laughs>